0: The first virtual international AIDS conference, AIDS 2020, is now on. The conference enables... Uh, delegates to access and engage with uh, the latest HIV science, advocacy and knowledge traditionally presented at the conference. It is a compelling combination of virtual sessions and community networking, including exhibitions, workshops, the Global Village, satellites and uh, pre-conferences that will reach audiences around the world. On the line, we are joined by one of this year's conference speakers, Dr. Tumbu Tumbi uh, Ndungu, who is uh, the Deputy Director, Africa Health Research Institute, is additionally the Program Director for the Sub-Saharan African Network for TB HIV Research, excellent Sante, and uh, holds a, a professorship at the University of Gwazulu-Natal. A pleasure and a privilege to have you with us, uh, Professor. Good morning this morning. Happy Mandela Month
1: morning mandla and uh, thanks for having me on your show and uh, good morning to the listeners as well
0: hey prof you're someone who is dedicated to matters around hiv and aids can you paint a picture for us how you become you became involved and why is this so close to your heart
1: well thanks uh, thanks uh, mandla um i come from kenya originally that's where i was born yes and Obviously, as a young person there, um, was, uh, you know, so people, you know, go through a lot of uh, health challenges uh, as everybody else in the world probably does. And so the whole field of uh, health uh, interested me. And um, when I got an opportunity to then go and study for a, a doctoral degree at, uh, in the United States, I was very lucky to uh, find myself in a laboratory uh, that actually was uh, dedicated to HIV uh, research. In particular, they were interested in HIV vaccine uh, research, and so that's how I I got involved. And at that time, which was in the mid-1990s, as you uh, very well know, the HIV epidemic was uh, uh, raging and was really picking up in a lot of African countries. And I was very uh, interested in uh, being a part of the solution for this particular problem, particularly when it comes to vaccine development because uh, vaccines are the most effective public health uh, strategy for the control of infectious diseases. And uh, this is what I was interested in, this is what I became interested in, and this is how I got involved in HIV HIV research.
0: Sure, because some of the things you say in... uh The talks that you give is mind-blowing I tell you it's almost like uh, you've leaped since then to where we are now
1: well that's uh, that's right I mean um, my interest uh, has always been in uh, and how the immune system uh, controls uh, diseases and what can be done to harness the power of the immune system and uh, as I mentioned Uh, the immune system is a powerful thing, Uh, our ability to fight diseases, because uh, for most of the diseases that we are exposed to, we can actually fight off those infections without even uh, drugs. And uh, the fact that our immune system can resist diseases uh, is something that we don't always fully understand how that happens. And so I've been interested for a long time in how HIV... Can be fought off by the immune system. Of course, in the case of HIV, that does not happen most of the time because they, our own immune system is unable to to fight off the disease, and we require entry to a viral drugs in order for us to to fight off disease. But there is a small minority of people who, in fact, are HIV infected, have never been on antiretroviral drugs, and they are able to naturally fight off. Uh, the infection, and so this group of people is uh, has been my um, of particular interest to me and to other researchers because we think that by understanding these uh, people who are able to control HIV without un- uh, without antiretroviral drugs, then we can understand how the immune system works, and that can then help us to develop uh, an HIV vaccine in such that we can uh, in uh, you know. Uh, force the immune system or induce the immune system to fight off uh, the infection without the need uh, for antitroviral drugs. That has not become a reality yet, Uh, but uh, it is something that uh, we are working on in the scientific field and that we hope that one day will lead to the development of an effective HIV vaccine.
0: Yeah, this is exciting yet very delicate, uh, you know, one just feels, you know, the heart going to the throat at the possibilities, which sounds like it's not too far off.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, if you're right. It's uh, we think that it is a possibility. Um, what we cannot predict is how long it is going to take. As you know, uh, you know, the development of an HIV vaccine has not been an easy task, and so. Uh, we are always very careful not to raise uh, false hope. And, in fact, in my talk at the AIDS conference uh, two days ago, this is what I highlighted, uh, the fact that uh, although there are some promising ideas out there, we still do not have an HIV uh, vaccine, and we do need an HIV vaccine uh, because, like I said, vaccines uh, are the most effective uh, public health uh, strategies for controlling infectious diseases and we have a lot of experience with using vaccines uh, in children for example Uh, the reason that we can fight off a lot of infectious diseases that used to be problematic in the past such as uh, 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 smallpox uh, such as whooping cough uh, other diseases uh, you know The reason that we can can deal with these diseases in the modern times is because we have effective vaccines. Unfortunately for HIV, because of the fact that uh, HIV can uh, undergo what we call mutation and change itself so much, we have been unable so far to develop uh, an HIV vaccine. But there are some very innovative ideas out there, uh, and we hope that one day we will be able to, to... Develop a vaccine. I would like to add, uh, Mandla, if I may. Yes, please. uh, The other other possibility, in the absence of a a vaccine, is for us to actually cure HIV. And uh, this may sound like uh, uh, (laughs) fiction, science fiction, but actually, there are some very good ideas, again, out there that are beginning to show that actually HIV itself can be cured. Uh, and although these uh, strategies are not yet in the clinic, in other words they are not widely available, so nobody should uh, uh leave this uh, show with, uh, with the with idea that HIV can actually now be cured that's not that's not the case but uh, scientists are working very hard and there are some very good ideas uh, some of them being tested now in 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 uh, in, a, in experiments in research that are beginning to show some promise. And I think that in the next decade or so, we might actually be able to cure HIV itself. Either prevent it using a vaccine or, or cure it.
0: Wow. Fantastic stuff. Now, COVID-19 Professor is here with us. How has it disrupted your you, your work, and uh, do you think the world is adapti- adapting accordingly?
1: Uh COVID-19 has been a big challenge uh, for all of us. Um, Communities, scientists, uh, I don't think uh, any of us has been left unaffected uh, by the COVID-19 pandemic. In particular, of course, as far as our work on HIV is concerned, uh, the the challenge at the moment is that uh, because of the social distancing rules, Uh, and the the need to practice hygiene, and of course the fear factor that people have of of this infection, uh, people, what you have seen is a disruption of of services. Uh, And so you see that uh, a lot of people, for example, have not been uh, reporting to pick up uh, medications uh, for HIV. And there is a fear among the scientific community that this may lead to a resurgence uh, of HIV or what we used to have in the past, which is uncontrolled HIV infection, where people are not seeking antiretroviral drugs. So uh, I think that co- the COVID-19 pandemic has uh, significantly impacted um, HIV AIDS programs. And of course, there's also the fear that uh, the resources that are needed to fight HIV, which, had already, which were already going down anyway, internationally, the funding... That is needed to sustain long-life antiretroviral treatment has been going down or has stagnated in in the in the world, and there is a fear that uh, a lot of the resources are going to now be devoted towards uh, fighting COVID-19, and which will then uh, impact on HIV treatment programs and and prevention programs. So, so this is a big uh, challenge, uh, and it's something for us to be on the lookout for in the in the coming days so that we don't contain COVID-19 but end up with a with a, a raging uh, HIV uh, infection like, uh, like like it used to happen in the past.
0: I'm also worrying about people with a bit of TB who might develop uh, uh, drug-resistant TB because of the failure to collect medication on time.
1: That is in fact correct and uh, you know it, it, you know covid-19 has also affected the tb programs you know tb requires uh treatment for over a long period of time for, for at least 6 months and again if we don't uh, treat tb effectively you can end up with uh, drug resistance uh resistant tb and uh, of course again uh you may end up with the uh, TB itself becoming uh, res- resurgent within the community. So, so this is also a, a big a big uh, concern. And uh, we hope that uh, the COVID-19 epidemic can be dealt with uh, as quickly as possible, hopefully through a vaccine. Again, like I said, because uh, vaccines are the most effective uh, public health uh, strategies. And in fact, it might be perhaps a little bit easier to make a vaccine against uh, COVID-19 because the virus doesn't uh, mutate or change So much as uh, the HIV vaccine does, but it is important that we continue to support programs uh, against HIV and against TB, uh, so that we don't have uh, a resurgence of those problems. I think it's also important to also mention, Mandela, that uh, there is data now beginning to emerge suggesting that people with uh, HIV may be more susceptible to uh, to to COVID-19. Uh, so people with comorbidities, we know that people with uh, cardiovascular diseases, other comorbidities such as uh, uh, diabetes, heart disease, and so on, are more susceptible to COVID-19. And there is some data now coming out from uh, our colleagues in the Western Cape uh, suggesting that this may also be the case with uh, with, with, uh, with HIV, that uh, people with HIV might also be. Uh, be be more susceptible to COVID-19 I think these findings need to be uh, reproduced elsewhere but certainly there is a suggestion and this could also be a a, a problem for us in this country and in this region because of the high burden of uh, HIV and TB that we have in our communities
0: uh, Prof, talk to us about the work you do at uh, Sante, Sante Africa and how it contributes uh, to your research and innovations and the, the work that is in the pipeline.
1: Well, thank thank you, Mandela, for that question. We, have, we are very excited about uh, Sante, which Sante stands for the Sub-Saharan Africa Network for TB and HIV Research Excellence. It's a research consortium that is... Uh, working across, uh, at the moment we we work across 12 different African countries, including South Africa, Kenya, uh, Botswana, Zambia, Rwanda, and other countries. And what we have done is, it's a consortium really of African scientists. Uh, If you look at uh, the way HIV and TB research has been done in the past, it has tended to be led and dominated by scientists coming from uh, uh, Western countries, uh, usually from Europe or or, uh, North America. And we think that this is problematic because then the research is not focused on the problems that we think are a priority for us here in sub-Saharan Africa. So uh, SANTE, the sub-Saharan Africa uh, network for TB and HIV research uh, excellence, is a pan-African body, where we come together as African scientists, we identify what the priorities for research are, and then we design research to implement that will address the problems of HIV and TB. So it's African-led. But the other very important component is the leadership development, particularly of young researchers. Uh, so we have a lot of... Uh, very bright young scientists within the continent. And the challenge is how do we equip these scientists so that that, uh, they will be very well prepared for the scientific challenges of the future. And so one of the biggest, uh, you know, achievements and one of our goals in in Sante is to develop the next generation of scientists who then will be, globally competitive, we'll be able to undertake research on HIV and TB, but also uh, on other diseases that are emerging within the continent. So, uh, so this kind of leadership development, we think, is very important to guarantee our future as a continent.
0: Because so this was a virtual, uh, this is a virtual conference, uh, Prof. In terms of what you had to present in your talks, how receptive are your colleagues from around the world?
1: It's uh, This is the first time we have had a virtual conference of this nature. Usually, uh, you would have people gathering uh, in one venue. And uh, this year, the, me- the-, the meeting, the conference was going to be held in uh, San Francisco, in the United States. Obviously, that was not possible because of the uh, travel restrictions as a result of the COVID-19. So what we have had is people log on uh, through internet platforms uh, from around the world, and I have been very pleasantly surprised myself by the huge uh, attendance, the numbers of people actually attending and logging in. So although it has been a challenge to organize this conference uh, because of uh, the fact that people cannot gather in one place, it also actually given an opportunity for people from different parts of the world to tune in. It's, it's a bit challenging, obviously, because of the time differences between different countries, but never, nevertheless, I think it has allowed us uh, an opportunity to interact uh, through these internet platforms, and for people from uh, different parts of the world, including people who could not have travelled uh, to the conference in the first place for various reasons, they have now had an, uh, an opportunity to listen to very exciting talks, new developments in the field, and this is uh, this is very encouraging and uh, has, has allowed us as scientists and as communities. As advocates and activists to interact as well as for government officials to also learn about some of the latest findings in the hiv research in general
0: wow See, we're pro- talking to professor who works with uh santa africa they're currently in conference the aids 2020 conference and looking at opportunities and challenges in hiv vaccine and cure research um What what can you highlight, Doc, in terms of the work that you do currently and what is it that, you know, the scientific world and, you know, the population in general should look forward to in in the near future?
1: So, uh, I think I'd like to highlight um, maybe two or three things from this particular conference. One of them, uh, one of the most exciting, I think, uh, new developments in the field is the is some data presented on uh, a drug called uh, carbotegravir. It's an HIV prevention drug. And in this uh, uh, strategy, what they have done is taken uh, an antiretroviral drug and modified it so that it can be uh, injected into a person and be a long-acting drug so that instead of people taking oral pre-exposure prophylaxis, which is what we call uh, PrEP. In other words, we know that you can take an antiretroviral drug, and if you take a, a pill, one pill of, uh, of antiretroviral drug per day, you can actually prevent HIV infection if you are not HIV infected yourself. as a way to prevent HIV infection, particularly for people who may be at risk of, of HIV infection. So there is data presented at this conference showing that carbotegravir, which is a long-acting antiretroviral drug, can be injected uh, and and, and then can last in the body for up to six months. So you don't have to take a pill every day because you can be injected with this drug and it will be effective for up to six months. And I think this is revolutionary for HIV prevention, because what it means is that uh, one of the challenges that we have had in in Africa is that although we know that PrEP, pre-exposure prophylaxis, which is this one pill a day works in prevention of HIV infection, a lot of people for many reasons are not able to take uh, that pill every single day, and then that means that it puts them at risk of HIV infection. Now, with the motagravir, which is an injection drug, you can actually take it. Uh, once, or you can, be, it can be administered once, and then it will be effective for up to six months. So I think that's a very uh, revolutionary for HIV prevention, and that's very exciting news. It's been tested only in uh, homosexual men and uh, in, in the in the, and transgender uh, uh, women, but I think this is a very exciting uh, new development. I think another development that I would like to highlight is the uh, availability of many. Um, uh, vaccine candidates. So here in South Africa we we have been testing uh, over the last several years uh, a a protein that we call a monoclonal antibody to prevent people from getting HIV infected. So this is something that can be again administered. It can last in the body for a while and it can prevent uh, new HIV infections. And again, Although the results of that particular study that is being done in South Africa are not yet out, there is a lot of hope because there's a lot of these products now, monoclonal antibodies, that are being uh, tried and tested in many different countries, uh, which actually raises our hope that uh, eventually we may be able to get an an effective HIV vaccine.
0: And the last one, so, Doc, I will press for time, <laughs> I'm afraid.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes.
0: So, 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 this is,
1: so, so these are, these are really uh, exciting uh, developments uh, for the field. And then, of course, uh, the last one that I would like to highlight is, is CURE, HIV CURE research. Again, with some data coming from different countries uh, suggesting that different combinations seem to be working in terms of, uh, of CURE of HIV, meaning uh, remission. So when you talk about HIV cure, what we are really talking about is people getting off antiretroviral therapy and being able to control HIV without antiretroviral drugs. So there is some data coming, uh, particularly from South America, suggesting that there are some strategies that seem to be working. Again, this is very early research, so we need to be cautious so that we don't raise false hopes. But Absolutely. these are uh, interesting developments.
0: Doc, how can we follow you and follow your work, please? I mean, prof. Prof. Uh,
1: so we are on uh, at the Africa Health Research Institute here in Durban. It's uh, uh, www.ari.org, or you can follow us uh, through our uh, Sante network at www.santeafrica.org. Uh, so uh, these are the two platforms, internet platforms, where you can learn more about our work.
0: Doc, I must say I'm excited. I am you yeah, I'm 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 bubbling under that this research is here in the country, and you are leading a team of very dynamic, very gifted, and creative um, scientists uh, uh, to get this in a in a level where you know we can move on. Uh, power to your hands, uh, power to the hands of all your team, wishing you the best of luck, and I hope there's enough funds for this research to get to where you wanted to get to, and uh, a lot of support as well. Thank you so, so thank much you. for doing this work. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, you know, raising the uh, the continental flag all over for people to see that uh, we, we've got solutions, uh, you know. Uh,
1: thank you, thank you. Thank you, Madla. Uh, it's a very exciting time, and uh, we are hopeful and uh, that we will be able to to solve some of these very challenging health problems that we face in in Africa and, and globally.
0: Prof, you and your team be blessed. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take good care. Prof. Tumbindungu, he's well dot or Ari, www.ari.org for more information. That's uh, Prof. Tumbindungu uh, there. Gee, some exciting research there. Exciting, exciting research.